Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Remember when you learned how to drive? There were so many things to remember, and the driving test was so scary. But it was worth it to get that license. The Christian life offers its own times of testing, but the result is a greater faith in God. I'm calling episode 56, Growing Through Difficulty. Back in the 1980s and 90s, I was part owner of an oil field service company. And if I say so myself, we were pretty good at what we did. We had taken on a new customer who was giving us a lot of work, and the first five or six jobs that we did for them went with no hitches. Then we had the inevitable difficult job. We would do the things that would usually get a certain result, but this well refused to respond normally. When I talked to my customer, he asked what was going on. I told him that he finally gets to see how good we really are. Because when things are going well, everyone is an expert. Everyone can do the easy jobs. It is the difficult jobs that really showcase the experience that we have. I told him that he got to benefit from the lessons that we have learned over the years from all of the tough jobs we've done before. And no one knows which job will be the difficult one. Yes, we eventually completed the job successfully. No one really gets good at something until they have been tested. You don't want to be your doctor's first patient. You want your carpenter to have tools that look like they've been used before. You don't get stronger by lifting what you can already lift easily. And every Christian will experience times of testing. It is by the testing of our faith that our faith is strengthened. Making it through the tough time gives us the confidence that we will make it through the next challenge and the ability to encourage someone else when they are going through their time of testing. The Bible is very clear that the Christian life is not a life of ease that can be had if we will just use the right phrases or quote the right scriptures. So why are we tested if we are God's children, if we are more than conquerors? Let's look at James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Notice that the scripture refers to times of trouble as an opportunity for great joy. The trouble itself is no reason to cheer. We don't rejoice when we are given a tough diagnosis, or when a relationship is broken, or when a child has an encounter with the law. 
But it is in these difficult times that we have the opportunity to find the great joy that comes when we discover the amazing strength that is ours as we lean on Jesus to see us through. When are people most likely to quit something? Usually, it is when they find out that it is difficult and they decide that it is not worth the effort, or it causes them pain or discomfort. If you expect that living for Jesus will exempt you from difficulties or pain, you will likely feel that He has failed you or that He has lied to you, and as a result, you're likely to give up on Him. But when you understand that these times of suffering will actually draw you nearer to Jesus, then your faith is strengthened during those times. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 and 13 says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad For these trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus has just been baptized and God spoke that He was very pleased with His Son Jesus. Then Jesus entered a time of real testing. Matthew chapter 4 starting at verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the Scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off, for the Scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. But Jesus responded, The Scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. So when are we tested? When do we encounter these times of testing? Well, there are two times when it is most likely. Many times we are tested in times of weakness or weariness. After 40 days of fasting in solitude, Jesus was in a weakened state. Satan tempted him with a very reasonable sounding idea. He said, God doesn't want you to starve. If you are the Son of God, you have the power to do miracles. Just say the word, and these rocks will become bread. Then you can go about your ministry. You've completed your 40 days, but you're still a long ways from food. Just take care of it here. But Jesus knew that it would have been a shortcut. It would have denied Jesus' dependence on God as his provider. 
It is in our times of weakness that we are most likely to do things that we wouldn't do if we were well-rested and strong. Temptation feels stronger when we are weak. Discouragement seems more unsurmountable. Doubt and God's very existence can creep in and set up housekeeping in your mind. We use the legitimate excuse of being tired and hungry to justify all kinds of actions that we know we shouldn't do. Don't make big decisions when you are tired or hungry. It's amazing how a good nap and a meal can make a big difference in what you will agree to. Another time we are tested is when we are strong. Before being led by the Spirit into the wilderness, Jesus had been baptized, and he heard God's voice declaring, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Satan tempted Jesus with Jesus' own status and made the reasonable suggestion that he go public with his ministry in a big way. He said, announce a big event, then jump off the highest point of the temple and let everyone watch the angels catch you. Then everyone will believe that you are the real deal. When things are going well, we are tempted to capitalize on it by taking it to the big time. And therein lies the difficulty. Growing your influence is not a bad thing. And we should all want to see our life and testimony help more people. But when building an audience becomes the primary motivation, it is wrong. It will lead you to do things that will attract people to you instead of bringing people to Jesus. So what are we to learn about this? Let's look at what this means to us as people who live under God's promises. First, a time of testing isn't necessarily punishment for something we have done wrong. Jesus had just been baptized. God spoke his approval then the Holy Spirit led Jesus to a wilderness place to be tempted. This was part of the strengthening process. Now, we can be complicit in bringing about a test, but when you enter a time of testing, don't assume that you have messed up. Testing does not equal punishment. It is an opportunity. Find out how you can grow stronger. Secondly, temptation will always sound reasonable. It might even sound scriptural. Satan quoted scripture to Jesus. It won't sound like a crazy idea, and you will be tempted in your weakest area. And third, the will of God will never contradict the word of God. If you are wondering if you are being tempted, see how it lines up with the word of God. But you see, you have to know the word to tell if it does. But you can start with this. Jesus told us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to demonstrate that love in the way that you treat others. So ask yourself this question when you're faced with a decision. Will the action I'm thinking about taking cause me to show God's love to the other one in the way that I would want it shown to me? Every believer undergoes times of testing and temptation. You are either just coming out of a time of testing, are currently in a time of testing, or are just about to enter a time of testing. And that's okay. It's part of God's plan, and He will see you through it if you will stay close to Him. Think of this. 
During Jesus' time of testing, Satan tried to get Jesus to prove his divinity by jumping off the highest point of the temple. He backed up his temptation by referring to Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. But Jesus wouldn't do it. He quoted that Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16 says that we are not to put God to the test. Satan was telling Jesus to prove that he was the Son of God by jumping off the temple and landing unhurt. But Jesus didn't take the bait. He resisted the temptation to do something flashy to attract attention and to show his power. Then, later, when Jesus was nailed to the cross, some in the crowd taunted him by telling him to prove that he was the Son of God by coming down from the cross. Jesus didn't take that bait either. He was on the cross because he is the Son of God. Only by staying on the cross could he provide a way for the salvation of anyone who would receive it by faith. You can be sure that it is because you are in the right place with God that you are being tested. Let me read that James scripture again. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And finally, our scripture tells us that when the time of testing was over, angels came and ministered to Jesus. There is an end to the time of testing. It does not go on forever, even if it might seem like it does while it's going on. Never forget that there is another side. There is victory if we hang on to Jesus and trust in His provision and protection. God has not abandoned you even in the times that you feel all alone. Jesus didn't escape His testing. He completed His testing. Don't look for a way out. Look for a way through. Look for Jesus' loving hand to lead you through it because he will every time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow, or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow, and I'm still learning.